Hey, hey there, business owner. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. This is our weekly episode, and I'm so happy you are here. Let's get started. Hi there, entrepreneur. This is the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. I am your host, Annette Walter. I'm a business coach, operational growth strategist, and CEO of two multi-million dollar companies. This is the place where you will feel surrounded by other entrepreneurs like yourself who are growing, evolving, and scaling their business to the path of 10 million and beyond. They're building wealth. They're building their entrepreneurial empire, all while they can operate their businesses without them so they can continue to be curious learners and travel and really enjoy the freedom that they first set out when they started out as an entrepreneur. Today, I'm joined by Raquel Wilson. She is the founder of Peachtree Versatile Assistance, Peachtree VAs, if you'd like to put it simply. They're based out of Atlanta, and she has a fabulous story to tell. And if you've really never thought about hiring a VA or supplementing your team with a VA, whether it be technical, social media, digital, or just simply for a maternity leave, whatever it is, This is really an interesting conversation. You will learn so much. I know I did. And you'll grab so many solid gold nuggets. She shares a great book along the way and also some really good apps to use that are for efficiencies and help you as the busy owner evolve. I am really happy you are here. Thank you for all the comments. Thank you for all the reviews. Thank you for being here. I want to hear your feedback. I love hearing your feedback. I'm grateful for your feedback. Make sure you drop a review. Share this podcast with someone like you that you know will enjoy it. And keep evolving, entrepreneur. I am so proud of you. Let's get on to our interview today. Bye. Welcome, welcome, Raquel. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am great. I am really happy that you are here with us today. Your knowledge, your expertise, and just your wisdom. And I love just being with you. So I'm so happy you're being here. Absolutely. Today we're with Raquel Wilson, who is the founder and CEO of Peachtree Versatile Assistance in Atlanta. Well, Peachtree, yes. (laughs) Hey, that's right. That's right. So I always like to start off with your words, your history, your story, the nutshell version. Yeah. Of, um, <laughs> a <know>. long story. <laughs> I know, right? Like, don't take me back to like, you know, you know, when you were five, unless you want to, but um, just, just in your own words, fill us in on, on you and your, yeah. your world. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, again, thanks for having me. I'm excited to just share um, more about Peachtree VA and my story with your audience. Um, but my background is a little bit interesting. People always, you know, wonder if I have an MBA or, you know, where did I work, you know, business-wise before uh, launching Peachtree VA in 2015. Um, and they're usually surprised to find out that I was a social worker. <laughs> so I actually have a master's degree in social work and I was a clinical therapist for 10 years, uh, meaning I did individual and family therapy um, with um, mostly school-aged um, and teenage uh, children um, and their families. Um, I had the opportunity to work in all sorts of different social work settings for 10 years. We moved around quite a bit for my husband's job. Um, and then in 2013, we were transferred to Atlanta. Um, and I said, I'm just going to take a year off. Uh, at that time, I had a one-year-old son and I was expecting our daughter and we had no family here. And I was really just kind of upside down um, mm-hmm. 
in parenthood at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and so it was during that year off, actually, that a friend introduced me to the VA industry. Um, she actually, a friend that I met in social work school, she was working as a virtual assistant, uh, asked me if I could help her with some overflow work. And uh, it was really kind of, you know, like a light bulb moment for me as, as a mom and as a professional. And so that's how I, I was introduced to the industry. That's great. And what year was that? You said 2013 or a little thereafter? Yeah. So I started working as a VA towards the end of 2014. Um, And this was just really kind of working behind the scenes with my friend, helping her with some transcription and some data entry, you know, really basic work. Um, And why I say it was a light bulb moment for me is because when I was a therapist, I had the opportunity to open up a counseling practice. And I really did that out of, you know, Uh, the need at that point in my career to create an opportunity that worked for me. So I wasn't really finding in the community mental health organization that I was working with the opportunity that felt right, that felt like I was growing at the right pace for me, very ambitious. (laughs) Uh, I don't like to slow down. Um, And we were living in Ohio and it was accessible. Um, Financially, it was accessible. Uh, We didn't have any children at that time. So I had all the time in the world (laughs) to work, (laughs) which is a a far cry from how life is now. But um, you know, I had that experience. I started a counseling practice. I had that for about three years before we were transferred to Atlanta. Mm. So when I started working as a virtual assistant, I felt like it was an opportunity to put myself back in an entrepreneurial seat and be a business owner again, still be in a helping profession, but not have to sacrifice being at home with my kids and, you know, finding a sitter and, you know, social workers don't make a ton of money. So I was kind of faced with this, like, get back into the profession, be away from my kids and probably give all the money I'm making to my nanny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I really uh, kind of ha- like grabbed on to the VA opportunity at that time. Um, and within, this was the end of 2014. So by August of 15, I had uh, formed the LLC, started growing my team um, and realized that the industry was, was, you know, on the leading edge of being very mainstream at that point. Absolutely. So that was 2015. I want to go back to one thing that you said though, that really struck with me is I was upside down in parenting, you know, I was expecting, and I had this little one and man, if you just didn't take me back to that chapter (laughs) in my life where I was in between transitions and companies as well. So it was like, that struck a chord for sure. So 2015, when did you have the moment of, okay, I really like this. And now I want to create another business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I'm kind of one of those accidental like mm-hmm. <laughs> business owners it. in this in this realm. You know, when I had my counseling practice, it was very you know well thought out. I interviewed. I looked at spaces. I had a business plan. This was I'm helping my friend as a VA. Hey, the realtor that helped us sell us our house here. She knows I'm doing this now. She wants to be a client. Mm-hmm. And then before you knew it, I had like five clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, really small kids. So I used to say my office hours were 10 PM to 2 AM, you know, right, <laughs> right. sessions and putting people back to sleep. Um, and so I, I knew pretty quickly that if I wanted to keep my clients and keep them happy, I needed support myself. And so that's when, uh, you know, we have a role on our team called a support VA. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of when that support VA role was born. And I mean, really, honestly, 
I was hooked to the VA, you know, profession from the very beginning. Um, it really complemented, again, that helping profession that I was in as a therapist. It's not the same thing. And I, I've never marketed myself as, as a therapist. But, you know, if you've ever had an intimate conversation with a business owner, it, you know, there's a yes. lot going on. <laughs> yes, I've had many of those, which I love. That's what fills my, my bucket and my heart. Honestly, even after sales calls now, people will say, oh, that felt like a therapy session. I'm like, well, actually, you know, my background is in therapy, so you're not too far off there. So um, I'm honored that people feel comfortable enough to, to share those things. But yeah, I mean, talking to a business owner, you're really like in the trench. So I was hooked from the get-go, really. That's awesome. And I'm glad that you stayed in your unique genius zone, which is really that connecting and helping people. And that's exactly what you're doing. And it still mm-hmm. feels like you're engaging, you're, you're really being there by their side to provide support, right? Absolutely. And resources and tools Absolutely. Yeah. to get yeah. to deal with life I, and business. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've had to learn a lot over the last five and a half years uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to business and running mm-hmm. a business. You know, my first business coach that I engaged with taught me so much about numbers and finances and my, my mm-hmm. bookkeeper and my team and just like surrounding myself with people who really understood the business side of things was key. Mm-hmm. But I really truly believe that, that, you know, that innate sense of meeting people with empathy, with mm-hmm. compassion, with flexibility mm-hmm. has been the key to growing the business and certainly mm. the key to helping us maintain our clientele through COVID. That's great. And I love that you've been working with a business coach along the way. That's just yes. such powerful mm-hmm. stuff. That's what I always preach. You know, make sure you find that coach, make sure you find that, that outlet, that mastermind, mm-hmm. whatever it is, whether it's here or whomever you feel comfortable with, just get right. that support. Right. Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit, let's share with the audience really, uh, the stereotypes that are out there of VAs that you've mm-hmm. seen and heard, or kind of almost like the myths or, or what, what CEOs kind of put their defenses up about and really what it looks like now and the support it looks like now. Okay. Yeah, that's a great question because I do think that the industry has evolved quite a bit over the great last, word. you know, yeah, exactly. Um, being on brand here with the podcast. Um, <laughs> it has evolved um, in the beginning. Uh, and, and, you know, again, coming, you know, when you walk into a party and you say you're a therapist, that kind of commands a certain level of like interest and admiration. And, and, and that's not you know, what my intention was ever in telling someone I was, I was a therapist, but I realized once I shifted careers and walking in somewhere and telling people you're a virtual assistant, most people back in 2014 had no clue what that even was. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and, and I, as a new virtual assistant and a new business owner in that space had a really hard time explaining it to, you know, like, well, right. you meet with business owners and you, you do kind of everything, right? Um, but it's amazing now. I mean, I can walk in anywhere and, and the top responses that I get are typically like, oh, I've worked with a virtual assistant. Oh, I've heard of you guys. Oh, I'm interested in being a virtual assistant or my husband or my wife uses a virtual assistant and loves them. So the industry is much more well-known. Um, but I think historically people, you know, view it as kind of you know, maybe um, international support, you know, mm-hmm. all of our um, VAs at, at Peachtree VA are US based. And so that's a common question that that we get. Um, and I think that they just don't view, historically, people didn't view their virtual assistant relationship as something that could be, you know, really, um, 
I don't think intimate's the right word, but, you know, really collaborative, Mm -hmm. you know, more just like outsourcing, just work we don't have to think about, work we can give to anybody. And that's really not, you know, what we're providing, the service that we're providing. Um, You know, if we have clients that come and they they have that type of work, because every business has that type of work, just Mm -hmm. someone needs to do it. There's not really a whole lot of thought that needs to be put into it, right? But most of our clients don't have that type of work, aren't coming to us for that type of support. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a virtual assistant now is it can be you know, your right-hand person, um, collaborative partner, and really a great asset, you know, to your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love how you commented on the international aspect because there are a lot of outsourcing agencies, different types of strategies outside of the United States. I've used many of them, um, in my former, well, in, in actually timber, we used a couple and I, Bob, we have used a couple for project-based and, um, it's a different type of approach. It really is. And there's a big time difference. There's, um, a a language barrier at times and you really have to sift through Mm -hmm. and understand what you want and what you want to get and what you will get. Mm-hmm. And it's a great approach. It's a great strategy for the right type of thing. Yep. But when you are really looking for that team growth mm-hmm. and that highly skilled growth that will mirror you, will duplicate you, will really clone you, <laughs> that's when you really want to bring in that versatile assistant, right? Versatile mm-hmm. assistant, versatile. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So what does the company look like now? Paint the picture for us. We're national. We're. Yeah. Yeah. So we're serving clients nationally. Um, Our team is also national. So as I mentioned, we're all U.S. based, but we are spread out. Um, Our W2 team, which is made up of myself, our COO, client relationship manager, and talent acquisition specialist, specialist, we are all Atlanta-based. And so that's, um, I guess, partially intentional, you know, and and nice as a small W2 team to be able to be all in the same area. Not like we've seen each other in in a whole year, but (laughs) um, it is nice that we'll be able to see see each other after COVID. But our VAs are are spread out um, and we're really looking for top talent. So, um, and because we have clients all across the U.S., you know, it's nice to have VAs in different time zones as well. Um, the, the organizational structure has evolved over the years um, a little haphazardly. And then around 2016, when I first started hiring back in 2015, just to make sure I could stay above water myself, mm-hmm. um, I was doing a lot of hiring friends, hiring family members, mm-hmm. just, hey, can you, can you help me? Kind of like how my friend extended that opportunity to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that was that was my hiring strategy. I will say we have come a long way um, since since then, which I'm very proud of. Um, we actually have a six part hiring process when hiring VAs that includes um, skills assessments, behavioral interviews, background checks, reference checks, um, and really our goal is to find the top talent skill set wise, mm-hmm. but also ensure that the VAs who join our team are looking to be a part of the opportunity we're providing, mm-hmm. looking to be a part of the businesses that we're serving. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that, you know, it's grown a lot and it's gotten a lot of structure around it, um, throughout the years, but we're able to serve, um, clients across the U S and all different industries. That's great. Your process around things is very interesting and very, um, methodical and very impressive. You and I were talking about uh, an upturning, an upcoming maternity leave that we have internally at Timber Industries 
on my side and you're like, Annette, well, we have this, you know, four week or eight week transition out to maternity process. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I need to help with that. Um, so that was great. So your, your process is really impressive. So let's talk about this, the CEO, the busy business owner, the, the entrepreneur that's scaling their business that was once used to doing everything. Now they're slowly letting go. Maybe they fully let go, but new level, new devil. We say it all the time. <laughs> yes. So what are you saying? What are you seeing as the big CEO complaints right now? Like what are our issues? Tell uh, it to yeah. us. <laughs> issues, I know we have a lot of them. <laughs> we do. Hey, I'm, I'm one of you. So I, I can speak from both sides. That's um, right. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's no different than the issues issues that we've seen historically, um, where, you know, CEOs, especially entrepreneurs of small businesses, or, or not even small businesses, and when I say small businesses, I'm not talking about small revenue, right? We've got very small teams that are bringing in very big revenue, mm -hmm. um, but they're a small yeah. team. And so I think that um, a lot of the CEOs that we serve are also the founders of their company. And mm -hmm. I'm a founder of my company. And what I tell my team all the time is there's two Raquel's, there's the founder, and then there's the CEO. Um, those are two very different people when you start kind of thinking about how those two people emotionally respond to mm -hmm. issues, to struggles to hurdles, right? Um, and so I think when I'm on potential client calls, um, a lot of the times you're hearing kind of from the founder, you know, difficulty in letting go, um, nervousness around bringing on a new team member because they've had a bad experience with a recent hire, mm -hmm. um, you know? And so we talk through that whole process. Like, what did that look like? Why was it a negative experience? What mm -hmm. do you feel like you could do better? Um, and so I think, you know, a lot of the core issues are, you know, pretty common, um, mm -hmm. overwhelm, mm -hmm. fear of delegating, um, not understanding how to delegate. That's mm -hmm. a big thing that we talk about is they say, I know I need help. I just don't know exactly with what I'm drowning. I'm completely mm -hmm. underwater. I don't know how to get this information out of my head into a VA, you know, and so it can be scary. I think bringing someone on, if you have a brick and mortar and you're bringing them into your space, that's nerve wracking enough. But when you start talking about doing this all virtually, mm -hmm. that scares people even more. Mm -hmm. So it gets back to like you had mentioned earlier, the process around that, you know, mm -hmm. um, and then also just kind of speaking to kind of my point of you know, empathy and flexibility and, and building that trust is so important mm -hmm. um, to help them kind of over the hurdle and into that support basket. Right. Absolutely. Because it's like this ball, this like baby of yours that you're finally like, okay, here you go. It's so hard. Here you go delicately passing it over. It's so you hard. It? You sure you got it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and very rarely, I would say like one out of every 25 uh, sales calls that I take are with business owners who are just starting out and they're thinking ahead and they're going to bring on a VA before they even really need one. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, wow, where, where do we even you know, right. start? Right. That's, that's the minority and that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, most of these clients need a VA who can jump on board, keep the wheels spinning, but also make the wheel stronger and better as we're going, you know? Right. So. Well, and they're past the point of hire. They are at the, they're spread thin. They're at the point of overwhelm. They know they need something. They don't know how to like capsulize it and make the magic person appear. Mm -hmm. And that's really where you're, you come in, you yeah. come in. And it's interesting. We talk about this a lot, Raquel, with, you know, how everything in your past 
it, and on your path really brings purpose to your current and present company and your future. And that therapy, that, that connecting, that peeling the onion and getting to the real issues and clarifying yeah. questions and, and determining a process, you know, you really, really are helping that busy business owner out there scale yeah. their business, which is great mm-hmm. with unique types of, of uh, hires. Mm-hmm. And that's what I talked a lot about with um, my coaching clients is, you know, we need to stop thinking about traditional hires you know, as business owners in corporate, that still works. Right. But breaking down the pieces, right. Mm -hmm. Breaking them down into different parts, especially when you don't have huge budgets Mm -hmm. where cash flow is tight, or you're trying to manage through different seasons Mm -hmm. or someone's leaving or coming back in your, in your company, you know, that's when you can really compartmentalize those different skill sets, personality types, and really create a winning team. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that COVID, uh, you know, proved that theory to business owners who were more hesitant to engage virtually, like Mm -hmm. even letting their W2 staff work virtually um, or engage in a virtual contract relationship, like with a VA or a virtual bookkeeper. Um, So I I expect that we're going to see more businesses, even the more traditional ones, um, you know, continue to lean into services like ours. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you and I are both um, CEO mamas, CEO parents. (laughs) We have a lot of entrepreneur parents in the audience and uh, we talk a lot about the challenges there. So, so how do you do it? Like, what are some tips that you have that work, don't work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The stress of it all. Um, So, you know, for me, it's been, you know, growing my team has been helpful in creating space, you know, for, for me as a CEO, for me as a mom, for me as a human, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, having the right people around you and also kind of practicing what I'm preaching to potential clients, right. Mm -hmm. Is like finding ways to delegate and to trust people, um, to take care of your business baby so that that frees you up to have space with your, your real babies. Um, So, yeah, and I think I've had to adjust my own uh, style. Uh, For example, I'm not a morning person, but I set my alarm for 5.30. Um, And 5.30 to 7, 7.30, once the kids are kind of up and going, um, is what I call my CEO time. So, for example, this morning I went through all the invoices, uh, did did some reference checks, you know, reviewed some reference checks for new hires, um, you know, put my leads into Salesforce that came in on Friday that I didn't have time to. And I'm able to concentrate all of my uh, kind of high level CEO tasks into those two hours when no one else is bothering me. (laughs) So my kids aren't up. My team's not up, my husband's not up, and you know I'm able to really focus. So that was really challenging for me. Um, mm-hmm. I used to say my morning routine also like starts the night before, prepping the coffee, making mm-hmm. sure the kitchen is tidy, because having those things in place just help my day to flow better. Mm-hmm. So it's a sacrifice that I've had to make that didn't feel natural and it didn't feel, you know, good to me. Um, I, I'd much prefer to, you know, have my kid wake me up with a hug and, you know, kind of be leisurely in the morning. Um, But I've had to adapt, you know, and that helps my day go better. And it it gives me, you know, more um, time mentally and physically with my kids during the day uh, Mm -hmm. versus kind of playing catch up throughout the day. 
Absolutely. It's when we are off our routines, Mm -hmm. right? We know it. We feel it like, why didn't we get up earlier? I know. I do this to myself, you know? Even a half an hour, I find like really, you know, hitting that snooze button a couple times just really throws the whole thing, you know, getting up at 530 versus 550 does make a difference for me. It does. And those are great disciplines. And like you said, it's, it's, it's the practice of it and starting the night before and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to um, hear your take on any efficiency tools that you recommend sure. for entrepreneurs, whether it's uh, websites, apps, uh, anything, even, mm-hmm. you know, kind of widgets or, you know, there's those fancy notebooks that you can like just <laughs> wipe in. Or, I don't know. Tell me. I spent about 15 minutes today looking for a not dried out dry erase marker for my children who are in virtual school oh, and right. going through dry erase markers like crazy. I'm like, <sighs> Oh well, it's the worst when the, when the board actually doesn't erase and it's like yes. layers and layers of the dry erase markers. Like why yes. is this? Well, that was one of the dry erase markers that I found. And fortunately, <laughs> we, my daughter said, I don't think this is going to erase. So yeah, the, the plight of virtual school parenting, that's, we could do a whole podcast just on that. Let me tell you that much because whew, it's been a challenge, but we're doing it mamas. We're doing it. That's doing right. It. <laughs> um, as far as tools that I personally use, so I'm kind of a less, less is more um, CEO. So I'm definitely not the mindset that gets really distracted and excited about new technology. I like my steady Eddie, dependable. I know how they work. Um, I don't like logging in and seeing that LinkedIn changed its whole user interface this morning. I'm like, I don't have time for this. Right, right. (laughs) But I understand like technology has to evolve, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I love Slack for quick communication. I also, our W2 team uses Voxer. I know you use Voxer as well. I I think that that is a wonderful tool uh, Mm -hmm. for when it's too much for Slack and it's too complicated to email um, or you're on the move, you know, you're driving. You're driving. I like to steal a walk at lunchtime if I can, just mm-hmm. a couple laps around the neighborhood to kind of reset. And that's a lot of um, Voxer time for me is mm-hmm. I'll listen to, to things my team had to say and respond back. And then that can keep the day moving um, pretty quickly. Um, we use, you know, Google Suite, obviously. Um, I'm a big fan of Salesforce. Um, mm-hmm. I probably about 18 months, two years ago, transitioned from keeping all of my leads um, in, in Google Sheets and things like that and, and leveraging Salesforce, which is really robust. It, it might be more robust than some companies need, but I also think that if you're looking for a comprehensive sales CRM and you're looking to scale your business, it's you know, a solid one to, to Absolutely. look into. Absolutely. We, we used mm-hmm. Salesforce at Timber and love it. It's a big investment. It's a big investment, but Mm -hmm. it's solid. It is. Yeah. And another one that's, um, it's becoming more common, but I think it's, it's less common, um, than, you know, hello sign and some of the other document signatures ones, but we use 17 hats. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been using 17 hats for years and they also have a CRM component. They have an accounting component and they actually are the one platform that we've been using for a while that continuously is making updates. They are, Mm -hmm. they send out surveys all the time and it really truly seems like they apply the feedback that they get, you know, Mm -hmm. so it feels like you want to take time and fill out the survey. Um, But that's how we send all of our contracts and questionnaires, onboarding questionnaires and such. And then you can house them all in a client portal. So it keeps things nice and tidy, both internally and client facing. Great, great. I love 17 hats. I use that on the IVOV consulting side. And 
it is very Mm user-friendly and um, just to kind of give everybody a snapshot about what Voxer is, Voxer is like a walkie talkie app. Yeah. And I love it because I call it the brain dump app because it's Mm -hmm. like, I always have like my thoughts when I'm like putting my makeup on in the morning. So my team knows, (laughs) oh God, here we go again. Like she's doing her makeup. She's going to think of 89 things and, you know, I don't have my hands to like do anything. So I'm like, blip, 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 blip. Yes, exactly. But that doesn't work. It it takes you a little bit to get there with your team, you know, (laughs) but it's like, okay, is it okay if I drop you a couple of walkie talkies in the morning? (laughs) Exactly. Well, like I mentioned, I'm a less is more person. So my girlfriends actually got me on Voxer and, you know, we have this text thing going on, you know, and I don't know, a year and a half or so ago there, you have to get on Voxer with us. You're missing out on things. And I'm like, well, what are you, what am I missing out on? You know, like we're already texting all day long and sure enough, you're able to get on there and, you know, be, you know, be able to Belly, to try right? it out with your girlfriends yeah. in the middle of the day. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, I haven't done that yet. That's a great idea. I love that. Oh yeah. It's great for that. Yeah. yeah that's a good idea. <laughs> well, good. Okay. So, so I love all of this. This is really, really, really helpful and you're sharing a lot. So thank you for, of for sharing your story and, and helping the entrepreneurs out there that are think they're all in the growth mode. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is just another option, um, not only to, it's just another option to like, look at how things are working out there, who's, yeah. who's doing what. Well, it's often an option too, that business owners think about a little too late. That's kind of how I feel, you know, on potential client calls. You know, I think we're groomed as business owners to think marketing, sales, you know, all of those things, right? And all those things are very important. Mm -hmm. But time and time again, I'll talk to business owners who have invested tens of thousands of dollars in their marketing strategy, and they have not one standard operating procedure that speaks to how their business runs, how they onboard their clients, how they offboard their clients, how they invoice their clients. Mm. So admin and operations tends to the task get done, but they all, all the processes live in the business owner's head, right? right? Where it's easier for business owners most of the time to say, I don't know how to do marketing. I don't know how to do ads. So I'm going to outsource those things to the professional. Meanwhile, they keep so much work on their plate that is really at its core administrative and operational. So we're interested in talking to business owners who are ready to, you know, step out of that role so that they can get back to doing what it is they started their business for or what only they can do in their business. That's such a great point. And, you know, I hear that all the time, you know, entrepreneurs are having a fear of hiring Mm -hmm. because they've been burned before it didn't work out, or they'll just continue to do it themselves. And most hires fail in organizations because there isn't a process to follow. And so it's like, okay, well, aren't you hiring to have somebody help you with the process or do you, you know, so it's like cart or horse or horse or cart or egg or chicken, whatever you want to say. Absolutely. And and I think that that's a really great point is having those SOPs or having someone help you, Mm -hmm. you know, so that you can, you can have that brain dump and say, can you please just put this in a system? Because growth will never happen. Scaling your company will never happen past those monumental breaks past the 2.5, past the 5 right. million, past the 10 million without your process in place. It's so That's true. Right. That's right. Yeah. And they think that they're growing and oftentimes they are growing, but they're not growing in a healthy way mm-hmm. or exponentially like they could be if they had the right processes and the right people responsible for maintaining those processes. Mm. Uh, and really, I, I firmly believe, I mean, even if I 
you know, left Peachtree VA tomorrow and just, you know, was a business owner in a different industry, I firmly believe that a lot of that growth comes from having strong admin and operational procedures. Mm -hmm. Great. So good. So helpful. So are you a podcast listener? Are you a book reader? Are you like a, um, audible? Are you Kindle real books? What's your thing? So I would say podcaster and audiobooks. Um, I'm a big walker. So I, I try, I walk between like 30 and 40 miles a week. Um, and so I like to listen to things, um, when I'm walking. So yeah, I, I like to podcast, um, or audiobook. That's like any kind of- favorites. I love any kind of podcast. I need actually a new one right now. You need a new one. I know this is so funny. I just put this on my Slack channel um, earlier. I think last earlier this month. I don't even know what year it is. So I'm, I keep saying it's 2020, <laughs> but it's not. Um, yeah, I was asking my team for that. So, um, you know, I, I like the standards, how I built this, mm-hmm. you know, money podcast, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one book that I really like, it's called, um, that I think all VAs and clients should read. It's called The Founder and the Forced Multiplier. So it was written actually by, um, I have his name here because it's Adam Hergenrother. So I would mess up that last name if I didn't read it. Um, But he and his EA wrote the book together and actually listened to it um, audio. Um, And it's a really interesting, it it shares a lot about his journey as a business owner in real estate and the power of an EA and how your executive assistant, when you're hiring, whether you go through a company like Peachtree or you hire independently or another staffing company, you're really looking for a force multiplier. Because as you know, you and I, as as business owners, you're putting on your makeup, you're in the shower, and it's like idea city, right? Mm -hmm. Big on vision, struggle with execution, not Mm -hmm. because we can't do it, but because there's not enough time in the day to execute on the vision, right? And all the ideas. Mm -hmm. So the whole concept of your VA, your EA should be your force multiplier, should be able to kind of take your idea and again, administratively and operationally, which is the part that most people kind of fail to pay attention to, push those ideas to at least level nine. And then you as the business owner can pick it up and take it across the finish line. Mm -hmm. So that's a really, um, I highly recommend reading that book, any business owner that wants to work with a VA. I definitely want to add that to my reading list and um, we'll drop that in the show notes so that people can reference it because that sounds like a good share. Anything else to add? Any other good ones? Let me think. Um, I put you on the spot. I know. Yeah, you did put me on the spot. Yeah, (laughs) I'll have to think about that, but we can add more to the show notes if I I think of it. Yeah. All right, good. So what do you want to put out to the universe? What is next for you? What's your big ask? How can we help you? All, all the things. If anybody uh, is in Atlanta and wants to babysit, I mean, <laughs> kids. You just want to pick up a couple kids. I like coffee. <laughs> pick up a couple kids. Uh, no, I mean, I you know, look, I I love talking to business owners. I mean, this is probably one of my struggles in running a business because if I could sit and do this all day long and sit and take discovery calls all day long, I mean. I'd be living my dream. Right. Right. Um, but me just like you and like every, everybody listening, you know, we have things that we have to tend to in our business. Um, we have, uh, on our website, one of the offerings that, that we, um, provide to clients. And especially if you're kind of listening and you're like, Oh, I've heard of a VA or I've had like a weird experience with a VA, or I'm not quite sure this is right for me. Mm -hmm. We have a free quiz you can take. 
It's like okay. less than two minutes. Um, we'll put in the show notes, but it's just peach trivia backslash quiz. Um, and it's 10 questions, kind of high level questions that lead you through, um, you know, a journey of understanding maybe what type of VA support you need. Mm-hmm. So I know we don't have a whole lot of time to get into the different types, but there's different types of VAs, you know, mm-hmm. and it might be that we have VAs on our team that, that can meet your need. And it might be that we don't. Um, but it really kind of helps you to understand as a business owner, it's like, it's like the teaser to the VA wish list, which, right. you know, is part of our process right. of really helping, helping you understand how you're spending your time and what type of support you may need. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really kind of getting into um, the meatier part of understanding if you need a VA is, is building out something that we call a VA wish list. And this is something that you can do, you know, if you never talk to me, but essentially track your time. Mm-hmm. figure out where you're spending your time. You know, it, there's lots of different um, time tracking apps out there like Harvest or Toggle, where you can just spend one week, five days tracking your time. And you'll be surprised to see that you're probably spending more time on admin and operations than you think you are. Right. Also, you know, you can take that information and do with what you want. But if you do want to move forward in partnering with a VA, that's really critical to understand where your gaps are and where are the things that you can pass off and then you can prioritize them. So those are all helpful exercises, not time wasted if you do that for sure. That's great. And those are great takeaways. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we say our goodbyes, I do want you to mention some of those niche VAs because we didn't get to talk about those and those are like gold. So just quickly run through that and then um, we'll peace out. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's a general virtual assistance, virtual executive assistance, you know, who can help with like more um, complex travel management, calendaring, things like that. Um, But then there's also digital marketing, uh, VA social media assistance, um, you know, marketing implementation assistance. We have a web and tech VA on our team. And, you know, we kind of call her like, you know, the tech fairy where never one client needs her in her entirety to, to serve them best, you know, cause usually clients are coming to us because they have EA type needs. Mm-hmm. But then, as you know, most businesses are, you know, migrating their programs and their offerings online, especially in this COVID world that we're living in. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's been invaluable where she can come in and and kind of, you know, consult on uh, maybe a new piece of technology or a widget or something like that, that might be useful for that client's business and then also kind of help to get it set up. So there's lots of different ways that you can leverage a VA, but understanding how you're spending your time or where the gaps are on your team or in your business before you go hire someone is the most important step for, for the listeners to understand. Great. That's great feedback. I just thought of one more thing and this is us. Mm -hmm. We could probably talk all day, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) The boomerang. Yes. Feature in Google. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So we haven't been using this in team timber. We are going to start to. Yes. It's awesome. Were we under a rock or is, does not everybody (laughs) know about this or not explain it to the audience right now in case Sure. Maybe everybody's using it, but me, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's hard to keep up on these things, you know, (laughs) it is, especially when you're just kind of, you know, going through your day because there's a new piece of technology every day. Right. But Boomerang is a great email um, extension, essentially. So if you use Google, just go to like the, I don't know if they call it Google Play or like the app app store within Google um, and search for Boomerang for Gmail. And essentially it allows you to schedule your emails to be sent at a certain time. 
This is an awesome feature for business owners who don't want to get into, you know, engaging their clients at 1130 at night, but mm -hmm. that's the time that they have to send that email. So you can schedule the email and then also you can boomerang the email to come back to your inbox based on some commands. Mm -hmm. So I use the feature, like if I, if I send it out and it's not necessarily something that I need to put on my calendar or my Asana board, um, I'll just say like, oh, I, I want it to come back to me. If, if this person doesn't respond within two days, that email will come back. Or if they open it, but they don't reply, mm -hmm. have it come back or mm -hmm. um, there's different features. So yeah, it's a really great tool and very inexpensive mm -hmm. you know? um, mm -hmm. and it can save you a lot of time and also just kind of up your professionalism, I think by, you know, sending emails during normal business hours, even if you write them, you know, in the middle of the night when you're up thinking of a million things. Right. Right. As we all do. Yeah. Just saying, just saying, right. <laughs> okay, great. Oh my goodness. Well, this was wonderful. I loved your contribution, uh, your collaboration and all of your wonderful shares. Thank you for being here so, so much. Make sure you email me all of the great, great things that you shared today. And we'll make sure to drop those in the show notes. And that's about it. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon, Raquel. Take care. Bye. Bye. -bye. Wow. What an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.